Hey guys, and welcome yet again to the PH Journal's podcast, The Journal. Um, yeah, those of you that have tuned in on YouTube, thank you so much. But like you guys can see around me, it's not quite the studio space yet. Our uh, hopes, dreams, and aspirations of getting our own studio space is well on the way. Um, of course, we, we've hit a couple of bumps in the road, but we're definitely going to start pushing forward for that. Um, we've made a couple of upgrades, though, some pretty decent upgrades as far as the lighting is concerned. Um, so we're getting there. We're getting there. We ticked off the sound uh, the sound box a couple of, of weeks ago when I got back from the States. We're ticking off the <laughs> lighting side. So some might just say I'm working ass over end, but at this point, um, I'm just enjoying having great conversations, which, uh, yeah, leads me into the topic for today. Very interesting one was sent through from a follower. And what I like to do from the podcast is answer as many questions that I feel I possibly can, as well as give my best uh, knowledge based on, on the situation or the question, whatever has been asked. But as part of the new venture uh, for the PH Journal podcast, we opened up a couple of sponsor slots uh, last week, and I've been overwhelmed with the amount of support we've got. Uh, I just want to say thank you to everybody that has sponsored the episode this week. Um, and if you would like to find out more how you could sponsor uh, the PH Journal's podcast, The Journal, um, please hit me up on any one of my social media platforms. I'll tag my email, my personal email below, and just find out more. We've had tremendous amounts of traffic in the last couple of episodes, which I'm very, very fortunate and grateful for. Um, so once again, yeah, just thank you to everybody that's got involved and made this dream start taking shape and and uh, i'm really i'm really really proud of where we have come so without further ado the very first sponsor list for the journal here it is this week's podcast is proudly brought to you by trails to trophies hunt the beautiful eastern cape in south africa with trails to trophies for more information visit their website at www.trailstotrophies.co or send an email to info at trails to trophies.co.za. PH Toolbox, helping you make your own adventure. For all the great specials, visit www.phtoolbox.co.za. And finally, Utando Safaris, sharing the African experience from a PH perspective. Enjoy wonderful sceneries as well as great experiences with Utando Safaris. Visit www.utandosafaris.com Well guys, once again, a very big thank you to all our sponsors for this week's episode. You guys are truly making this all possible and I can't thank you guys enough. Well, one of the crazy topics that were discussed over the past couple of weeks, especially um, on my Instagram feed, sorry, those of you that that are aware and are listening to this on youtube i'm put my my big jacket on and i've got a beanie on it is freezing cold so the winter has definitely started crawling into south africa uh hopefully uh, those of you that have followed me on on instagram and tiktok and and facebook and all those sort of things will find out that uh, my pursuit of the fellow deer has been um 
been one that I've put a lot of effort into this year because it will be my first year that I sort of get the opportunity to hunt the rat. So I'm really, really excited about this and the cold weather creeping in now. Hopefully we'll start to get a uh, start getting a little bit of activity around. Um, and maybe the stags will start coming down and really start chasing the females. Uh, normally, it's after normally after the first cold spill we have, um, there tends to be a lot more activity. So um, I'll give I'll give the farmer where where I've been chasing them. I'll give him a shot a little bit later just to find out if there hasn't been any grunting or anything like that going on. So really, really, uh, the cold weather is going to be crazy this year. I believe we're going to have one of our coldest winters, but I've never been so excited to see it. So yeah, really excited about that. Well, guys, the topic um, of today is something that I've become tremendously passionate about, especially as far as my PH journal career has gone. Um, and it was asked um, from one of my followers. And it it kind of, when he sent me the, the, the message, it, it was a very simple message, but I, and I needed a little bit of time to, to process it. I need a little bit of time to have a have a long and hard think about it because it's quite a sensitive topic if if people aren't really aware of what's actually going out there going on out there um, but in the same breath it's it's one that we need to start embracing as hunters and uh, taking it forward I kind of remember doing a podcast on this topic but I haven't quite I went back in the archives and I didn't really figure things out I didn't really find anything I mean there were a couple of topics that we had that discussed it remotely close to it but nothing really just diving in depth into it so the question and the topic for today is the question was asked with social media the way it is at the moment what is our responsibility for somebody that's coming over to South Africa as a hunter to take back to the United States. And I looked at this question and I was like, you know, how many TV shows do you watch with the likes of Jim Shockey, Keith Warren, uh, Tom Miranda, where they pretty much say the same kind of thing. And I went back and I watched, and there's a lot of shows that are really, really good, but those were pretty much the pioneers for African hunting in the States. You know, you had the um the sharps uh what's his name now i forget him um john sharp um and you had all these guys coming over writing books you know the ivan carters and all that sort of stuff as far as what conservation has done they've been tremendous ambassadors for the program in south africa they've done really really well at um i don't know if exploiting is the right word but uh showcasing what africa has to offer number one number two is um their part they play in conservation and what i mean by that is is sharing knowledge uh with the rest of the world about how things are actually happening but in saying that the industry's changed um a lot of perspective on africa has changed and there's this the kind of the same discussions and the topics that we've had over the past are kind of fading away or not becoming they're not they're not true anymore so what do i mean by this is in the past we knew 
when you came over to South Africa, there was a certain amount of meat that was donated to the tribes and blah, 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 blah. I did do a podcast on this where I said it is completely changed since then. Uh, the farmers, especially in South Africa, because we're so commercialized, um, a lot of it gets distributed to the butcheries where they make low cost uh, protein based foods where they will distribute them either to the higher end market, obviously the higher grade cuts. And the lower grade stuff they'll distribute to the the lower the lower income bracket people and <clears throat> that's that was the one thing the second thing is is that social media has become a very wonderful place but at the same time very evil especially for hunters anything that's that's not um, politically correct or liberals see as um as non-constitutional is also not right i'm struggling to find my words today but uh more i think politically not correct is is the right way i mean you 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 know unethical um social media feed and and you see it a lot of the time especially in a lot of today's social media um platforms they they ban they censor, they uh, remove a lot of content that hunters have produced. Are there hunters that are doing it all for the right reasons? No, they're not. But, I mean, there's people out there that aren't carrying firearms. There's people out there that aren't uh, doing business ethically and all that sort of stuff. So <clears throat> what I'm trying to say is your obligation as a hunter coming over to South Africa, what is left Number one, you've got to ask yourself these questions. What is left for you to do for our industry over here? And number two, how do you go about doing it? Well, what is left is a huge gap, a huge gap, a huge disconnect between people that are willing to listen to your argument. Um, but on the other hand, we've got hunters that just don't have the energy to have these sort of arguments. And this this was one of my motivations for the podcast was that I wanted as many non-hunters, I call them non-hunters, but I don't think that's quite the right way, um, as many people that are against hunting to come onto this platform, listen, okay, because you can't really reply to this other than, other than you listening first and then you can reply in the comments or um or in dms or something listen and understand so what does this mean for the hunter and where can we do these sort of things guys go out there and have fun that is the biggest thing is that when you come out to south africa you have the most amount of fun doing the thing you love doing but also sharing people's experiences um i often say to the guys I had a, a situation a couple of years ago where a client of mine came over to South Africa and he never wanted to eat at the lodge. Uh, he, uh, and he and he actually, he was from Africa, but he was a Frenchman. He stayed in Mauritius and he never wanted to eat at the lodge. He wanted to go and eat with uh, the trackers down at the, the tracker shelters and stuff like that. And it was so interesting for me that somebody was willing to embrace in the different diversities and cultures and stuff. But he said to me, he said something interesting that will never leave me for forever is is that he said if i'm not willing to understand and learn how am i meant to teach people what i don't know and i i kind of 
I kind of grasp that and I kind of look back at my own career and say, well, you know, as a professional hunter, we get put in these situations where you go out and you're meant to educate people as well as guide them onto really special species. And, and across the board, whether you're trophy hunting or culling, you, you want to do it as ethically as possible for conservation, for um, <clears throat> for embettering the industry. But how do you do it without understanding? So what did you have to do to get to that point? You've really just got to dive deep into the into the industry and really embrace most of the things so do the basic homework i mean spending a lot of time now uh, obviously with my past couple of weeks situations i've had more time to really just find myself as a hunter um, going out there really doing a lot of basic work like homework on um, activities setting up trail cameras not to hunt but just to basically understand animal movements and stuff and what that does is it educates me on how far things have evolved. Why are we getting certain species more now down in the Eastern Cape than what we did in the past? Um, why do the fellow deer at certain periods of time walk these sort of routes and, and, and stay in the mountains and these sort of things? So really, from my point, that, that was my biggest thing. But from a hunter's perspective, coming over to South Africa is when you get here embracing everyone's cultures. So, you know, go down to the shacks, go and see how they feed their families. It's sometimes it's very uncomfortable for a lot of people. But number one, you only really have to do it once. And number two, you'll be sharing an experience that you've never quite experienced before. You know, <laughs> the one day... I decided that I was going to go down and uh, I've never eaten tripe before and my trackers kept hounding me. They said, no, I need to taste it, need to taste it, need to taste it. And obviously I can't be a preacher of this sort of topic if uh, if I'm not willing to learn and, and embrace it. So I said, okay, well, uh, we finished the hunt pretty early and I said, well, for lunch we're going to have tripe um, and the trackers' wives cleaned it all up and uh, – I met the trackers down there with the client and I'll never forget the smell that just their little sheltered area came from. It was it was anything to to upset the stomach. Anyway, cut long story short, just the basics, essentials. We had a bit of aromats. Uh, it's a local spice here in South Africa. Not very good for you, but uh, it tastes excellent. Um, with a bit of salt and pepper and that was it. That was it. And we had Mboko, uh, which is uh, maize meal uh, smashed down into like a fine granule. And uh, they boil it up with just a bit of water and they uh, stir it in a pot until it dries out and it becomes like this brittle, um, not porridge, but like, uh, like a grain. And, uh, and we had a bit of that with a bit of tomato uh, soup saucy type stuff that came out of a tin and that was it basic essential needs for protein and carbohydrates we had it and i embraced it and i could honestly see why this food was so valuable to them and i remember turning over to the client and i said to him i said chad listen um, from yeah now you get to go back and understand and, and tell people that you understand why protein is such an essential part and so important for the lifestyles that these people live. And it, it became like a family feast. Everybody was around there and they really just embraced in the whole, 
the hunters come down to enjoy what he's provided for them. It was a really, really special and touching uh, moment. And I do hope that Chad went back and he shared it with the rest, um, the rest of his family, friends. Um, and that's why I say social media has become so important. Once again, thank you to this week's podcast sponsors. Trails to Trophies believe in the game of fair chase. So all hunting is done by walk and stalk, giving your bucket list animal the best chance. To find out more, visit their website at www.trailstotrophies.co.za. Don't let the steercrust get you this winter with essential items on special now at PH Toolbox. Visit www.phtoolbox.co.za. Shipping countrywide and making sure that your purchases arrive to your desired destination, whether it be the lodge or safari company, before you get there. Finally, Utando Safaris. Enjoy South Africa from a professional hunter's perspective, as well as sharing wonderful experiences like never seen before. Visit www.utandosafaris.com. Important because broadcasting that, um, putting that out onto social media, at the end of the day is priceless. And it's such a valuable educational experience that you get to share with people that not many people number one are either gonna want to come over and have that sort of experience or number two are, are less fortunate enough to come over and have that sort of experience so we're sort of connecting the dots between the gap that has been built over so many years between the non-hunters and the hunter and uh you know especially after i've read a couple of pages of sue tidwell's book um cries at the savannah brilliant book really really well written um, and the way she, she describes her experiences in South Africa, I highly recommend you guys go and get it, by the way. Um, and how she, uh, you know, shares her experiences and, and the depiction of each one of the experiences is so well written that it captivates you. And you actually want, you, you know, I myself have experienced these experiences, but couldn't quite put it into words or into a platform that she has. I might be able to do it on Instagram or TikTok or something like that, but she's done it in a book form, which is great and wonderful. And this this is why I say our obligation as hunters is to take these experiences and whichever way you can reflect them, whichever way you can communicate them back to the public that are watching these sort of spaces and you do it in the greatest of light of our industry, there's only one winner here. And that's we, we're looking after our wildlife and we're having the same sort of similar conversations around the dinner table why are we doing certain things. And I think I think ultimately from if you if you had to look from a non hunter's point of view and ourselves as hunters, the end goal is all the same. We all want the animals to thrive and the wildlife to thrive. But like I said in one of my podcasts is that we've created this false ecosystem now and it's up to us to look after it. So as much as we still want it around, us fighting and bickering between one another is not going to do us any justice. And that's that's what I'm encouraging to hunters is say, 
don't spend all your energy on fighting these people in arguments and comments and, and keyboard warriors and do all these sort of things. Go out there and have these sort of experiences. Document them. I mean, there's clients that I, I know have written journals about each African experience. And the fact that they've done that shows, a number one, so much respect. And number two, a really important part that they get to go back and project their experiences with their office space, the rest of the world, uh, their clients or their family, friends, followers, whatever the case may be, because at the end of the day, we're all ambassadors for the same thing. And that's why I said the Keith Warrens, the Jim Shockeys, the um, Tom Mirandas, the Colorado Bucks, all these guys have done such a tremendous job over the past couple of years. But with all the platforms we've got now, the impact sort of fizzling away. And the kind of run-of-the-mill hunter that's avidly posting on Instagram, Facebook, all these sort of things is becoming somebody that they, people want to follow because they actually want to see the raw images and the 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 feet on the ground that a normal hunter will get to experience every single day. They're not going to get the treatment like the German Shockies and the Tom Mirandas and the Keith Warrens and stuff get around camp. They're not going to get that. And that is why these hunters are becoming more and more popular. And this is why it boils down to back to where the obligation is so important for you guys to go back and experience these sort of things so that you can project them going forward. Obviously, um, there's a lot of hunters out there, and especially now where you draw up contracts for, um, for social media releases and stuff. There's a lot of guys that are very, very wary of it. And, and of course, you've you, you got to sympathize for them. And you've got to understand that it, it is it's sad that it's become a business decision because they want to protect their business and their families um, instead of just becoming a lifestyle decision. And <clears throat> that's, where, that's what's so frustrating for me because it's often those guys that don't want to share these sort of... Ex not that they don't want to, they're just hesitant to share these sort of experiences that actually have the most fun out there and uh, really take the probably the best pictures and stuff. But we've all um, we've all got our, our reasons and stuff, and that's why you know I say again, social media, the media, YouTube, whatever it may be, can be your best friend or can be your worst enemy, and uh, unfortunately, there's no there's no in between. And at this point of time, I encourage as many of you that aren't afraid of the the uh, backlash and the the judgments and all that sort of stuff, I highly encourage you guys to share your experiences and, and take forward what Africa's offered you and given you and drive that and uh, really utilize it to the best of your ability you can because projecting good light will encourage a lot more people to want to come out here and experience the way they want to experience things. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't have, I never put an elk hunt on my bucket list because of the, just because of the animal it is. I mean, I've been to America now, we go to America probably every year. So this probably would have been my seventh or eighth time I've been to the United, United States. And so it, it's never been one that's been on my bucket list destination, but now I want I want to go and I want to experience the elk hunt, not purely because 
of the animal and because it's in America, but purely because of the bugle, of the, you know, the packing it out, uh, the campsites, the, um, the weather, the, the people that you share these sort of experiences. And I would have never had known this if it wasn't for the Instagram pages that I follow, if it wasn't for the YouTube channels I went to go and watch or the Facebook groups that I'm associated with. That's why, from their experiences, their understandings, that is why I want to go over and do an elk hunt in archery season while they're bugling. Because I think it's going to be the most amazing experience there ever is. And, you know, like I said, I, I never... I never got that from from any one of the <laughs> the more well-known TV guys. I got that purely from my social media feed, from run-of-the-mill guys that set up run-of-the-mill camps um, and have these sort of discussions in platforms. And that's why it's become so important because as South Africa, as our industry evolves, yes, the local hunters have become have, have become a really important part of the food chain. But still, the overseas clientele is where the money is and is where we feel that our industry will thrive if you guys still keep coming out. And I mean you guys, I mean everybody overseas. So that is my little two cents about the situation. <laughs> um, and once again, thank you to everyone that that their comments and, and interacts with me on these sort of topics because it I want this platform to be somewhere where somebody can ask a question and I can come back and answer it um, to the best of my knowledge I'm not always going to be right I'm not always going to be correct uh, well, same thing I guess but I'm not always going to be I'm not always going to have the knowledge about a certain topic or anything, but let me let me promise you one thing. I will f do my level best to get as much knowledge and understanding I have about that cer certain topic or question that you've asked so that I can come back on this platform and ask it to the best of my ability. And that's that's why it's become so key, guys, and, and you know, different platforms like Sue's book, podcasting youtube channels instagram facebook tiktok tiktok accounts have become tremendously important uh, as far as our industry is concerned because i just feel that's that's the beauty about this thing for every one bad i'm not going to call them influencers but one bad social media post there's about 30 that are really really good and really really full of knowledge and um that's been the exciting part about this whole thing is that the, there's more good out there than there is bad. So, yeah. Well, I think we're only 25 minutes into this discussion, I think. Um, it's been a short one. Um, but, yeah, like I said, I've, I've had so much fun doing this sort of thing, guys. And it, it really is. It, it's, it's such a fun part of the job. Uh, get to come here on a Sunday relax do a bit of research and um of course have these sort of chats with you guys um i'm really really fortunate to be in the position uh once again a big thank you to everybody that has supported me so far and um i'm really looking forward to to carrying on this journey so to those of you 
that have been watching this on YouTube, thank you so much. If you enjoyed this episode, please, I would really appreciate it if you hit the subscribe button, turn on the notifications, and if it was anything to, that you enjoyed, a thumbs up would always be appreciated. If you haven't yet, go along, uh, check out my, my YouTube channel, um, The Journal Hunting. It's our hunting series where I've, I've captivated a lot of what I've spoken about today, trying to educate people into the experience of the whole thing. Um, we still, there's a lot of work in progress. I'm very, very proud with the way things have come. A big shout out to Reset Nyala Republic. Um, but yes, yeah, so there's still a lot of work to get it to where we really, really want it at and where we can look back and say, okay, well, now we're achieving our goals. Um, but yeah, very a, a beautiful run of, of, of episodes with uh, Bobby Smith and uh, Alan Denner. If you guys haven't yet, go along. There's the Water Buffalo episode as well as the Grey Ghost. Um, it's the PH Journal on YouTube. And then just look for the the journal hunting um, uh, playlist and you guys will find it there. Cool. Well, once again, if you guys would like to find out any more about sponsoring the podcast, uh, we've had a couple um, of guys inquire. And before we close, just a very big thank you to everybody that has, has sponsored. And um, yeah, without further ado, for the final time, our sponsors for this week's episode until then if you guys are hunting happy hunting stay blessed stay safe and stay humble we'll catch up with you guys soon cheers once again i would just like to take this opportunity to thank all our sponsors for this week's podcast episode if you would like to find out more head along to the email that's dropped down below in any one of the descriptions or send us a dm on any one of our social media platforms finally with over 29 different planes game species to choose from at trails to trophies we can assure that you will tick a couple of them off of your bucket list visit our website at www.trailstrophies.co.za to see how and where we can assist you on your next safari. PH Toolbox. If you would like to customize your safari and add a couple of jackets, t-shirts, trousers, or even gaiters, PH Toolbox can assist in personalizing with it, whether it be a hunting club or your personal brand on any one of your on any one of these products. Visit www.phtoolbox.co.za to find out more. Utando Safaris, sharing experiences through the dark continent with our top class professional hunters. Utando Safaris was created by PHs for PHs, as well as knowing that they will share the best possible experiences and hunting destinations with our overseas guests. Visit www.utandosafaris.com.